Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm Rebecca. We are stoked for this episode today. This is going to be maybe one of our favorites. And we're going to stir the pot. Yes, we are going <laughs> to stir the pot today. We're talking about wedding drama. Woo-woo. Everyone has it. Everyone loves it. Yep. I feel like every wedding has drama. Yeah. Even if you're a bride chilla. Yes. We discovered this term bride chilla. So it's like the opposite of a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. Maybe our fun fact will be this. Will you be a bride chilla or a bridezilla? <laughs> For sure a bridezilla. <laughs> I feel like I will be too. But at least we're self-aware about it. Yeah. I'm going to try to not be, but I am a wedding photographer in addition to this podcast. So I've just seen so many weddings that I just like know how I want mine to go. Exactly. And there's nothing. That's how I am going to be. Like, I just know what I want. Yeah. So I'm not going to let people like walk all over me. Yeah. But I don't think that will make us necessarily bridezillas. We'll be like a little offset set of a bridezilla what's that like you know what I mean I want to be a bride chilla who just cares a lot exactly who's particular there's nothing wrong with that yeah I think also when it comes to weddings people can be a little bit judgmental (laughs) in the sense that if the bride like has a request people are quick to be like bridezilla like crazy and it's like well not really like it's not that big of a deal like I've seen more and more on like Pinterest and stuff brides will ask all the guests to dress in a color scheme so then all of their photos are cohesive so it's actually such a good idea yeah because if everyone dresses in like some variation of blue or green then all the photos at your venue Mm -hmm. there's not going to be like someone in red like sticking out right and all the photos are going to look cohesive so I feel like that could be a good idea or if it's like black tie and you're like oh you have to wear a tux people are like why is she telling us what I have to wear it's like you're the problem yeah (laughs) it's like you're going to a wedding like she's allowed to have a dress code yeah exactly and weddings are so expensive so if you want it to look a certain way I think you're in the right yes I agree I agree but like your delivery should try to be nice at first yeah and then bridezilla comes out agreed (laughs) agreed I just got this really pretty dress and I just spent way too much money on it for an event that we're going to Mm -hmm. and I'm so excited about it and in my mind I'm like oh my god this would be the coolest bridesmaid dress for yeah a black tie like gala wedding it would and I was like I should just have all my bridesmaids buy this dress yeah and it's so expensive and I was like I don't think I can and not if they sign up for the 10% code <laughs> wait what revolve does like 10% email. oh yes they have to sign up I was like guys you can if you enter your email you'll get 10% off so it's fine <laughs> it's totally fine in my mind I have this goal of like by the time I get married because it's so far way right now I'm like by the time I get married I will have so much money I Mm -hmm. will just be like the richest woman on the east coast you'll pay for your price (laughs) that's what I want yeah I'm like oh I'll just pay for everyone's flights Mm -hmm. everyone's dresses everyone's like everyone's hotel to stay at and then I'm like wait a second (laughs) 
I don't think I'm going to be able to pay for that unless I like win the lottery. Or if you are marrying into like old money. Yes. Marry a Vanderbilt. Oh, <laughs> love that for me. Okay. And I'll marry a Rockefeller. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> then we'll just be great. That, we'll, we'll be well off. That's a good plan. Yeah. Okay, we have to find them. So if there's any Vanderbilts, Rockefellers, <laughs> Carnegies, Wanamakers <laughs> listening, slide into the DMs. You know where to find us. <laughs> just like the biggest gold diggers right now. <laughs> Exposing Anything for ourselves. a wedding. Another question that can lead into our first story. Okay. Destination weddings. Thoughts? Um, I think it can be done, you know, in a way that is mindful of everyone's budgets and availabilities. And you just have to, yeah, like, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But with an asterisk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love a destination wedding. Mm. And if anyone has one, I will be first one on the plane to be there. I love that. I love that energy. They're so fun. Yeah. So fun. And I am definitely having a destination wedding. Where? I don't know yet because I want it to be like sentimental to me, but I love Hawaii. I feel oh, like yeah. Hawaii is kind of like a second home, but Hawaii is so far from the East Coast. Yep. It's harder to get there than, than it is to get to Europe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, do I just do Europe? Yeah. Somewhere in Europe? I don't know. Like the south of France. Yeah. The Med. Yeah. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see. I'll feel it out. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask my husband's opinion. So the only thing about Mexico is that I feel like a lot of destination weddings in Mexico are at a resort. Oh yeah. Which I don't love that idea. Like I'd rather be out in the wild. Right. And like not have everyone just be at an all-inclusive because I feel like that might be a bit more fun. Mm -hmm. But maybe an all-inclusive is easier for everyone. So I don't know. I'll feel it out as it gets closer. Yeah. In the next 40 years. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Yeah. I think the one thing about destination weddings, though, is that if you're the bride, you have to realize that maybe you're not going to get everything you want. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to be able to go and you can't be mad at people for not going. Like, you can be sad and, like, upset that maybe somebody that you're close with can't make it, but I don't think you have the right to be mad at people. I agree, yeah. It's a lot to expect of people. Yeah, like, flying somewhere. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So do a micro wedding. Yeah. I feel like I'd be fine with that. As long as it's like fancy and black tie. Mm, Yes. And then in a spectacular location. Maybe I'll borrow your black dress for your wedding. Love. Yes. (laughs) I was actually showing my one friend. I'm like, I need to justify this by wearing it to multiple events. Like, do you think I can wear this to a wedding? And she's like, you can wear it to my wedding. And I was like, done. Okay. Sold. I'm not returning it. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) I know someone that was getting married and and the bride's mother-in-law, so this was the groom's mom, mm-hmm. was not stoked on the idea of a destination wedding. And the bride wanted it to be somewhere in the Caribbean. And then the groom's mom was like, no, we're not doing a wedding where people have to get passports. Like, we can do it in the continental U.S., but mm-hmm. nowhere with passports. And I kind of understood it because they were, like, helping them pay for the wedding. Okay, yeah. But I was like, oh, that was my mother-in-law. I would be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I love you so much. And I love your son. But <laughs> I have to have a destination wedding. Yeah. It's that's like, where the bridezilla yeah, comes out. I'd be like, this is all I want. Yeah. <laughs> so. If it's all you want, then that's different. If it's something that's like you kind of want, but you could go either way. Yeah. But if it's like the one thing, then yeah. you have to do it. And I think that's how this one friend of mine was. Like they weren't dying to have it. Mm-hmm. They 
they would have liked to have it in the Caribbean, but they weren't dying to have it there. And they were happy with how it did turn out. And it was so beautiful and gorgeous. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I have to prepare myself for in-laws or even my parents. I've been preparing my parents for the past few years. I'm like, guys, I don't... A lot of people in my family have been getting married. And whenever there's talks about weddings, I'm always like, guys, I just want you to know, my wedding will not be in the United States. Right. Hopefully. (laughs) And I'm like, you can prepare yourself now. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you don't like it. No, that's the way to go. I was with my aunt and uncle over the summer and they love traveling and we were talking about weddings and I was like, guys, where should I have my wedding? Should I do Italy, Greece? Mm. Like, where where should I go? And my mom's like, come on, Kelly, like, you can't ask people to go to Italy. And I was like, I think I can. And my aunt and uncle were like, you can ask us yeah. and we'll say yes <laughs> and we will be there. I love the people that are so about it. I know. It's just, you're like, thank you. I know. I feel the same way. I'm like, yeah. we love someone that's down for a good time. Yep. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's read our first let's. wedding story. Woo. My friend just asked me to be in her wedding, but she is planning to have it in Italy and I am saving money to buy a house. I have no idea what to say. My friend just texted me asking if I would be in her wedding and she just told me last week she was considering having her wedding in Italy. Here's the thing. My husband and I, we are American, just went to Europe this year for our honeymoon and we are now saving up to buy a house next year or the following. I genuinely don't think we can afford a trip to Italy and also be able to buy a house when we want, but I don't want to put a damper on or influence her plans and her dream wedding. I think it's about a 50-50 shot that she has it in Italy or in the U.S. My husband thinks I can say yes now and only back out if the Italy plans come to fruition. I feel like I have to be honest now. Also, she is 100% the type of person to feel insulted and upset if I don't come. I also would feel guilty if I did not go. Thoughts on what to say to her now? Well, here's something I will say up top. I have a friend getting married in Italy, and after now I haven't actually purchased my flight yet which I should do but I've looked at flights and like I will say it's not as expensive as you think to go to Italy or just destination like you think in your head it's like thousands of dollars and realistically I would say the flight is the most expensive thing and you like can't get away you can't get around that but once you're there I feel like it's normal wedding prices like what you would pay for a hotel or like you have to pay for a bridesmaid dress no matter what and like bachelorette no matter what so like the flight is like the only extra cost really yeah because if you think about it like when you go to a wedding in the u.s you still have to pay hotel ubers maybe or like any of those other things are the same in europe that's true I think some people think of it too as like oh well if I'm there I might as well travel but that's also something you don't have to do yeah so you could just go for the wedding for the weekend come home yeah and like I said flights like they're expensive but I don't know My one friend was invited to a wedding in India and she lives in New York and she went for like a long weekend. She flew to India for a long weekend. That's a long flight. I was like, damn, you are a dedicated friend. But yeah, that idea though that a lot of people think you, when you're going to these places, you need to stay longer. But yeah, you can make it work and not stay longer. And I think that people are justified in having a wedding anywhere they want. This is kind of what I was saying earlier, but you can't get 
get mad if people can't go. Yeah. So I think that this girl, OP, is totally in the right to feel however she wants to feel. I think her friend, the bride, is a little bit out of line getting mad if she doesn't go. But I think that OP should tell her beforehand. Oh, yeah. Definitely leave ample time. Because if she can, maybe can ask another friend to fill in. Yeah. Or something. Totally. Or if everyone is honest with her and nobody can afford her Italy wedding, maybe then she would reconsider. Yeah. So I think honesty is always the most important thing. Agreed. The top comment is, I would not say yes and back out. I would be clear. I know you're thinking about having it in Italy. I would love to be in the wedding, but if it's in Italy, then it would be financially too prohibitive for me to attend. She's free to feel insulted. We can't control others' reactions and you aren't obligated to sacrifice your savings for a destination wedding true True. yeah all you can do is be honest and she's gonna have to figure out her feelings yeah if you can't do it you can't do it yeah like don't go into debt yeah your friend's wedding totally so period oh my god am i gonna be asking my friends to go into debt for my wedding (laughs) no because they just wouldn't go okay i have another friend who also wants to get married in italy and i think for that one i would just go for the wedding yeah i mean i'm assuming also that like I don't know maybe I'll get a raise <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think about that too though because we're like okay we're 26 now yeah by the time I get married I can't imagine getting married before I'm at least 30 right and then it's like all my friends are around that age they've all been working for the past 10 years yeah they kind of have a savings <laughs> Should I be asking them to dig into their savings? I don't know. Inflation, man. (laughs) The thing is, like, it's not like you're asking them to come to a wedding and then just not have fun or, like, serve me the whole time. Like, it's not about me. Yeah. There's one day that's like, yes, the wedding is about the couple. But, like, all the other days, there's fun things Mm -hmm. planned. Like, all the past destination weddings I've been to, there were days leading up to the wedding where we're doing fun activities. We're all hanging out by the pool, like, riding four-wheelers around Costa Rica like that is the most fun that I've ever had it is so fun right and I'm like I just want that with my whole family and friend group right so I'm like it's not like you're going and you're just going to be stressed the whole time. No. I feel like another thing with destination weddings, too, is like when you get engaged and you first tell your family and friends, we're having a destination wedding, everyone is going to be like, oh, a destination wedding? Like, yeah. who do you think you are to ask all of us to fly somewhere? And like, I am not going, like, blah, blah, blah. And if you're just nice and you're like, look, I understand, right. would love to have you. Here's the itinerary. Every detail is planned. Here's all the fun things you're gonna do make the decision right and then as it gets closer everyone books their plane ticket people stop complaining people start to get excited and then they go and they have such a good time and then everyone's happy and you look back on it and you're like yeah it was stressful when you broke the news exactly everyone loves to be negative at first and think about all the things that could go wrong Mm -hmm. but then as soon as it starts getting closer when those plane tickets are booked everyone's like yes everyone gets hype yeah You know, you're off to the Italian Riviera, Lake Como, a dream, etc. Yeah, (laughs) yes, etc. Santorini, you're off to the Mediterranean. It doesn't get better than that. And hopefully everyone's rich by then. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a destination wedding. I think you should. (laughs) This is convincing me. I mean, it's so much fun. Yeah. I think this whole podcast is going to be me trying to convince everyone else to have a destination wedding. Here for it. It's working. (laughs) Yes.
Am I the asshole for not including my sister-in-law in my wedding planning? In August, I, 23 female, got engaged to my boyfriend, 22 male, of four years. I excitedly told my family and my sister-in-law, 30 female, asked if she could be my wedding planner. She said she has showed some interest in it and wanted to use my wedding as a test run. I gently declined, explained that we wanted a very small and intimate wedding, and while I would still love for her to be involved in some of the planning, I didn't need a planner. I kept my word. I asked her to be one of my bridesmaids, her daughter, one female, to be our flower girl, and I have included her in everything the other bridesmaids were included in. For some background, I was one of her bridesmaids when she got married to my brother. While I was excited, I wasn't included in anything that the other bridesmaids were included in. She told me what color to get my dress in, what time to be there to help set up, and who I was walking with, and that was that. So knowing that feeling, I made damn sure I didn't do the same to her. A month ago, I made appointments for my fiance and I to look at venues. Because my mom offered to pay for the venue as a wedding gift, she was invited and so was my maid of honor. We made a day of it, took lots of photos, and my mom asked all the right questions that I didn't even think to ask. We had a great time and my mom posted our selfies all over her Facebook excitedly. Please note, this was just the four of us. None of my bridesmaids were invited to this particular part of the planning. A week later, I had gone to my brother's house to catch up with my sister-in-law and visit my niece. She asked questions about the venues I looked at and what I was leaning towards more. As I was explaining it to her, she had to change the baby, and while gone, my brother blew up on me about how horrible I was being to her and how upset she was that she wasn't invited to look at venues with me. He said I was an asshole, especially because she offered to be our wedding planner. I tried to explain that I didn't mean to hurt her feelings, but it was just hard to get a word in, and he yelled at me about this up until she came back, where I quickly said my goodbyes and went home. Apparently, this made him even more upset, and he reached out to the rest of our siblings who are agreeing that I am definitely an asshole. Was it really that bad that I didn't invite her? Should I apologize to her? Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> yeah, what? Your, sister's, your sister-in-law is a, a little out of line, I think. Yes. What? No, you. she said she didn't invite any bridesmaids. It was just her mom. Yeah. Like, I think sometimes when it comes to weddings, people get very excited And even if they have good intentions, it could come off wrong. And she was probably just jealous. And that comes from the love that she has for you and like how close she wants to be with you and that she wants to be involved. It could also come from the fact that she just wants more attention. But like if you're actually close with her, maybe she's just hurt that she missed out on like spending time with you and doing this important thing with you. Yeah. So maybe she did have good intentions. And the sister-in-law isn't the one that blew up on you your brother was so maybe the sister-in-law was just a little bit sad about it yeah and then the brother was like my wife is sad you're an asshole yeah he was probably just being protective yeah of his wife so it's possible she had good intentions yeah i suppose it's also possible that she just wants to be involved in the fun things regardless of what they are and she just wants a piece of the fun you know yeah when she doesn't really have a right to it i think that it isn't bad that she's upset or like that she was a little bit sad that she wasn't there Mm -hmm. 
But I don't think OP is the asshole because she doesn't owe anyone anything. I agree. Like, she could have gone and saw all the venues alone or with whoever she wanted to. She didn't have to invite anyone else. The venue thing's a weird pill to die on, I think, in this situation. Like, if it was the bachelorette party or, like, a bigger thing that everyone, maybe, like, the wedding dress day, too, a little Mm -hmm. bit. But the venue, I'm like, that, to me, is kind of a boring, quote, unquote, boring (laughs) part of (laughs) that process at least like on the lower scale of it not necessarily boring but just like I wouldn't care yeah to be invited to that also when you're planning your wedding if you're close with your sisters and your mom or your aunt whatever I think you have the right to I mean regardless of what your situation is you have the right to do whatever you want but especially if you're really close with your family you're allowed to pick certain things that are just reserved for your family and a little bit more intimate for example one of my friends got married and she's very close with her sisters and her mom and for wedding dress shopping it was just them yeah she didn't invite any bridesmaids any of the groom's family no one was offended it was just one thing that they wanted to be intimate and just the girls and their family and it was so special for them and I think that's fine and it's possible that maybe the groom's mom or the groom's sisters were thinking like, oh, I wish I could have been there to do that. But they knew that she didn't have bad intentions. She wasn't trying to exclude anyone. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to do one thing that is special for her mom and her sisters. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people don't see it like that. Like they think that they're purposefully being excluded when in reality. It's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like when in reality, this event just wasn't for them. Yeah, exactly. There's I think there's a spectrum of importance when it comes to weddings and like certain things for certain people fall on it differently. Yeah. And you just got to let the bride like make that decision. Yeah. Because it's her day. It's her day. (laughs) Butt out. Scram. (laughs) Get a grip, (laughs) sister-in-law. No, literally get a grip. (laughs) The top comment was, she didn't want to be your planner. She wanted to use it as a test run and likely go off to the venues and vet them for herself. She can do that on her own time just because she offers offered her services, which doesn't sound like she has any knowledge in the area, doesn't mean you have to accept not the asshole. That is so true, That's too. true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I feel like if you don't work in the wedding industry, you have no clue how intricate and complicated yeah. wedding planning is. Like, I don't even understand it. And I go to so many weddings as my job every year. And I constantly learn about new things where I'm like, didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's so many things. Like, how could someone with no experience possibly Mm -hmm. plan a wedding? The overall vote was not the asshole. Okay, good. Her update was Thank you for your advice. I've gone ahead and told them that they have both been removed from our wedding party. We shook. Whoa. That took a turn. They are invited as family only. And while we hope to see them there, at the end of the day, it's their choice. I explained that I will not treat them any differently than how I have been. However, any calls, texts, or in-person conversations about this topic will simply be ignored. I'm sure this will cause another crazy burst of texts from everyone. However, it will again be simply ignored. My maid of honor is my biological sister, and she's been pissed enough for me that I'm sure I won't hear anything from my other siblings anyway. If anyone wants to be my flower girl slash boy, let me know. Oh, she's taking it out on the niece and nephew. even removing the one-year-old baby. (laughs) Honestly, go off. Go off, yeah. You had to teach them a lesson, I guess. 
<laughs> she's making an example out of them. That's so funny. I love that she's 23 and she's like, mm, you want yeah. to talk shit? Well, now you're not going to be a part of it at all. Go wow. off, 23-year-old Go butt. off. <laughs> I love her. I just love that she kicked out the baby. That's so funny. That's petty, but you know, yeah. you got to do it sometimes. But I bet if she kicked out both of the parents, they wouldn't let the baby be in it anyway. Because oh. like, if a baby's in it, the parents have, have to, to basically be, yeah. be a part of it without even being a part of it. Right. Yeah. It tracks. <laughs> oh, poor baby. Oh, should we do a Bridezilla one? Yeah. Okay. My sister is turning into the biggest bridezilla, and I can't stop laughing. So, a little background. I am the second youngest of five kids. My older siblings are my two brothers and one older sister who we'll call E for the purposes of this post. E and I have a five-year age gap. As a result, we never really had that sisterly bond you would expect most sisters to have. Growing up, I was always a burden to her, and anytime it was my turn to pick the family movie, or really anything, she would get upset. The reason being that she had control issues as early as nine. So I'm guessing you can already see where I'm going with this. I'm currently 18, about to turn 19, and E turned 24 earlier this year. Her boyfriend, A, proposed to her at a family beach day earlier in June of this year. It was one of those big white letters and rose petals proposals which he set up before my family arrived. She was thrilled, said yes, and my parents were very happy along with my older siblings. The youngest is four, so I don't think she understood (laughs) what was happening. Wow, that's crazy. They have such a wide range of siblings. Hmm. Now here's the drama. Since the proposal, she has gone full bridezilla mode. At the behest of my mom, E made me a bridesmaid. So I'm roped into all the BS. So far, these are the demands my dear sister has made. All bridesmaids are to pay for their own dress, a $300 dress in blush pink, shoes, hair, and makeup. All bridesmaids need to attend all wedding and bachelorette events, including the bachelor spa day $800 each God. okay that's a lot the bachelorette vacation weekend to Toronto and stay at the Fairmont Hotel a thousand dollar weekend just for the hotel the dress appointments even if just for the bride all alterations covered by the person themselves $300 dress plus approximately $300 alterations etc all things to do with the wedding cake venue catering etc they need to attend the cake and food tasting they all need to pay $25 The guests and the bridal party need to pay $150 to reserve their spots, and gifts have to be either cash, check, or from the list of registry items. She has a spreadsheet of what everyone is gifting and has said she will return items that aren't from her registry slash match her theme. My mom says it's bride anxiety. I say it's just my sister trying to control everything because she wants a December wedding on a ski hill. Bleh. Anyways... I figure if people are interested, I could update periodically on what happens. Thanks for reading. Not the ski hill. (laughs) Wait, that's like literally me. That's so funny. It's probably like a beautiful mountain resort. She called it a ski hill. In December, okay, the first thing I'll say is it has crossed my mind to have a winter wedding in a mountain location like Mm -hmm. Switzerland. I feel like that would be so sick. A pre-ski. Yes. 
iconic. Iconic. Winter okay. weddings are low key better than summer weddings. They are actually gorgeous. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite weddings I ever photographed was a winter wedding in December, and it was a small, intimate mm. gathering. And the planner designed it to not be Christmas, but be very winter. So it was all like green, gold, white. So gorgeous. I bet. Yeah. And the couple was like the sweetest people ever. Mm. Like I loved them. It was so awesome. So I was like, winter wedding? Pop I off. just might. <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. Okay, yeah, first thought. There's this... a few updates. So mm-hmm. first thoughts based on that. Um, Some of that's a lot. I mean, the cake, you can't expect people to go to the cake tasting, yeah. the food tasting. Some of the other things she mentioned were a little odd. The dress, $300. Honestly, that's fine. Okay. Like, I don't, I would spend that on a bridesmaid dress because sometimes you oh, buy. No, <laughs> I'll write this down. <laughs> well, have you ever worn the cheaper ones? I've only been in one wedding and mm. the dress was relatively cheap. It was like $70. Okay. I thought it was beautiful. I thought all the bridesmaids' dresses that were all around that price were beautiful. Yeah, I think they're fine. I just, like, for my wedding, I do think the more expensive bridesmaid dresses, I don't know, they fit a little better. Yeah. And I think they're not, like, the fabric's a little better. I think it does make a slight difference, like, not yeah. the biggest difference. It's still beautiful, but, like, <clears throat> like the cheaper ones, but I just think I wouldn't mind spending it because I think I'll, I will request it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, Have to make a budget for years too. <laughs> start saving now. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, what else did she say in that list? I don't know. The there were gift a lot. thing is out of line. Yeah. She's making a list of every gift that each of her bridesmaids and groomsmen are giving them. Mm-hmm. in a spreadsheet and she will return anything that isn't on her registry or matches her theme the bridal party needs to pay 150 dollars to reserve their spot their Wait, spot yeah, where that mean? just like in the wedding that doesn't make any sense to me and that's insane and like wouldn't you think that if you're planning a wedding with your soon-to-be husband that you would want to do some things just the two of you yeah or like with your family and not like your entire bridal party like i've never heard of the bridal party going to the food tasting no that's very odd no nor would i want to go yeah like who cares what we think exactly like pick it based off yourself and stuff like that and i i think this for the wedding dress shopping too like too many opinions is yes. way it's too much like yes I want my mom, my sister. Sorry, no bridesmaids. Yeah. Because it's too it's too much. No, so true. I also think about that, too. Like, I, I love couture design. Yeah. Like, the coolest design, like, beautiful, unique, how couture yep. wedding dresses Same. that don't even look like a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, they're like $20,000, so I mean, we'll yeah. see what I end up with. <laughs> but, but you got to start saving for a wedding. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This podcast better pop off. <laughs> I'm wearing McQueen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's this designer named Berta. If you guys are interested, look at at Berta on Instagram. The most beautiful dresses I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I need one. Yeah. I I feel the same with Danielle Page. You know her? No. Yeah, she is. You have to. Her dresses are very modern. Yeah. But like, that's what I want. Yeah. Or like, um, what's that one designer? Jack Moose. I oh, think. Yes. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I saw this wedding recently. It was the sister of the creative director of Scaparelli, which is mm. an insane, like, yeah. hot couture brand that makes the coolest stuff. Yeah. And her whole wedding was designed by Scaparelli, like everything they wore. And I was like, iconic. 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 I mean, she didn't have to pay for it. but yeah. Right. I mean, that's the dream. Here's a gift and it's a Scaparelli custom bridesmaid dress. 
Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, so moving on, there's a few updates. I realized I didn't include the controlling parts. My bad. Here they are. All bridesmaids need to go to hair and skin appointments every six weeks to ensure our hair and skin is flawless for pictures. It's out of pocket, too. Oh, my Wait, God. You're asking people to do that to themselves? Yeah. Like every six weeks leading up to the wedding? Can you fake it? Get a wig. I don't know. Anyone with tattoos needs to cover them. Our dresses will do that. They go to the neck, ankles, and wrists. The bride wants to be the only one with sleeveless slash showing her tattoos and colorful hairstyle. Either we need to get our hair dyed a natural color or wear a wig at our expense. Wait, why? Is she saying all her friends have colored hair too? I guess like maybe a few bridesmaids do. Oh, okay. The dresses only come in sizes 0 to 10, a pretty good range for most, but those who don't fit are expected to try to lose weight. Oh, now that's me. Is this for real? OP says, I'm a size 12 and already my sister is calling me fat. She no. sent me a keto diet book through Amazon. Oh, I would be done. No, that's too much. That's absurd. Yeah, no. Everything else is like, <laughs> no, you're crazy. That's like, you're a bitch. That's cruel. Yeah. No, yeah, that's cruel. Oh my God, I would drop no. out at that moment. That's yeah. horrible. Absolutely size 12 not. is literally the most average size too. That's not even yeah. like, no. I mean, not that you should call anyone negative yeah. names like fat. That's ridiculous. But also size 12 is like the most common size. Yeah, in the of US. The, yeah, what of the, the heck? US. No one, vendors, are to communicate directly to the bride and groom. It has to go through us first. Oh my God. <laughs> She made a Gmail with lastnamewedding at gmail.com, which we all have access to, and we aren't supposed to ask her if something is okay. We should just know. <laughs> this is the part that stresses my mom out. What? Someone needs to rein her in. I, like, I'm speechless Same. right now. See, that's a bridezilla. Yes. The last point she made under the controlling was, we need to remind the guests that they need to pay a deposit of $150 to save their spot, and if we don't get it, they don't come. We also need to confirm what they'll purchase from the registry or the money amount that they'll give. Wait, you know what? No one should pay the deposit. They should team yes, up. Yes. No one pays. <laughs> what if your friend invited you to a wedding and they were like, you have to pay $150? But like, where is that going? In their pocket? Yeah, in it's the... like to pay your meal and so like for like the venue. you're like paying to be their friend. Yeah, I guess. It's like a sorority for a wedding. The wedding version of a sorority. This is shocking that she thinks this is okay. Yeah. Also so embarrassing. Yeah. To ask people to pay to come to your wedding? Does she have no scruples? Crazy. Like, I would feel so mortified to do half those things on that list. Yes. Let alone the weight thing, the money, the even checking on the registry. It's like, but that's what a registry is for to begin yeah. with. Like, if someone buys it, it checks it off automatically. So right. why do they have to go through them? Yeah, exactly. This is absurd. <laughs> and then I feel like also when you agree to be in a wedding, there's kind of a expectation that you're going to have to pay or do your own hair, but like pay to get your hair and makeup done, yeah. pay for a dress go on The Bachelorette. But I think that most reasonable people know that not everyone can afford thousands of dollars worth of trips and spa days and hair and makeup appointments. Like, yeah. can she afford that? Like, right. can the bride afford that? Because she's the one asking people to spend money right. to come to her wedding. So if you can't afford that, how can you expect your... I mean, regardless of if you can or can't. Yeah. It's out of line to ask bridesmaids to no. do it. This woman That's is That's like a 10 crazy. grand. Yeah. <laughs> fee. So true. So 
all the comments were saying, of course, she's a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the top comment was, bridezilla or not, she sure is selfish. These costs are being expectations. I'd let your mom know that you need some money or you'd love to be a guest. And I was like, that's so true. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it should be more normal to be able to say no I when was someone say that. Yeah. Yeah, asks you to be a bridesmaid. Because I've actually never heard of someone in my own life saying no mm-hmm. or like anyone friends of friends or anything saying no yeah but I feel like that should be normalized I think it should too because yeah. it's, it's a lot it's a lot and I feel like it in our society like how we see it it comes off as like an insult or mm-hmm. you're being a bad friend if you were to say no but I feel like it really makes you a better friend if you know yeah. that you're not going to be able to afford it and have the same amount of fun and experience yep. that everyone else is going to have like, I, I feel like it should be more normalized to be able to say to the bride, thank you so much for asking me. Like, it's so sweet, but I just can't afford it. Or maybe I don't have the time and I'm not going to be able to support you in the way that other bridesmaids will. Yeah. And that's not fair to you. So I'm going to yeah. just be a guest and support you that way. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's that is fair. Yeah. Because as the bride, you also have to, like, have the self-awareness or just the awareness to know like weddings are super expensive yeah and you're asking a lot of friends like some brides I think get really swept up in the wedding and like oh yeah of course they'll pay for hair and makeup bachelorette uh registry gifts like bridal shower but then it's like that's thousands of dollars no matter how you cut it and like like you said it's you're being a better friend by declining yeah then going and like talking crap on your friend oh it's so expensive like blah 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 yeah that's so true and then you're just like a wet blanket anyway so That's so true. Just don't go. I've seen a lot of TikToks recently. People will give their takes on weddings, like their hot takes, and they'll be like, if you don't want to be a bridesmaid, just say that because nobody likes a bridesmaid who says yes and then like goes on all the trips and does all the things, but it's like, guys, I can't afford to do that. And then like has to sit out or like makes it a big deal. And I'm like, that is so true. Like just say no, but it's also kind of insulting to say no. But I do think it's going to change in the next few years. I hope so. I mean, we're doing doing the work now yes we're rewriting the narrative we are rewriting the narrative <laughs> we're switching the paradigm baby or because shifting the paradigm for the other bridesmaids it's also hard to plan around that person who can't afford things yes and is like, exactly i you know i'll sit it out i'll sit it out and i'm like you think you're being nice by offering to sit it out but you're making everyone else feel bad exactly and then they have to plan around you yeah it's a mess so exactly. just don't be that person and say no so true. up front it's fine so true next person that asked me to be a bridesmaid i'm saying no <laughs> Regardless. Take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here was the update from OP. Y'all are making me realize my family isn't normal. Gee. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> I'm going to look into therapy with my uni and see if I can move into a residence earlier. Oh, mm. that's actually sad. I texted my mom. If her dad and I can have a talk about it later while my sister is gone to her fiance's for the night, I'm hoping to show my mom and dad this post to help them understand where I'm coming from. I'm going to take some time away from this all just because a lot of you are right. This isn't normal. Our relationship as a family is not normal. I called my aunt while I was at work. For those of you who don't know, she's my godmother 
and she thinks my mom is nuts. And we talked about it. She's encouraging me to talk to my parents about everything, not only the wedding, but the favoritism, etc. And she's also on standby in case things go to shit. Oh, that's good. Yeah. She's a support system. Yeah. There was a longer update from a few months later. Oh. And she said, as you can expect, the update isn't the best, but not really for the reasons you might think. Turns out my dad never knew about the whole story. He knew he was responsible for paying for my sister's dress and a portion of the wedding or honeymoon. The reason for this is that my parents told me that my parents had been setting up $25,000 accounts for myself and each of my siblings. The rule was that these accounts could be used for anything once we turned 19 and went off to post-secondary. It was our money to use. Right after my sister got engaged, she apparently had a conversation with my mom about how she always felt like the child left out. As a result of a very long conversation, my mom figured that she could divert some of the funds from all of the other kids' accounts to pay for my sister's wedding. What? What? Oh, gosh. My sister is a master manipulator. Gee. (laughs) She's a narcissist. They went into family therapy. Over this. Yes. Okay, so OP separated herself from her sister. The family's in therapy, which is going well. She doesn't know what's going on with her sister. A Hmm. friend of OP still follows her on social media, and it seems like everything is going well. Wow. They have a wedding date planned. Her fiancé and her have bought a new place, and apparently now she's pregnant. She's cut all of us off, and her fiancé's family is talking shit about us, but we're holding strong. Wow. OP has moved to Ottawa and she's loving it. Go she goes Ottawa. back home once a month for in-person therapy. Amazing. And there's not a whole lot else to say, but she said, thank you so much, Reddit. You are all amazing, beautiful, soulful humans. And I hope you all have prosperous, healthy, and fruitful lives. Wow. All right. I mean, I'm not surprised because the post was like kind of leading in that direction. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think that they were going to fully cut off all communication. But like some of those things were just so extreme. Yeah. So that's that's what happens. And she doesn't sound like the type of person that would like be reasoned with the sister. So totally. Totally. Definitely. I vote Bridezilla. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bridezilla on steroids. We should have made a list like when we did the Am I the Asshole holiday edition. We yeah. should have made a bridezilla. Maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. make a list and a tally next time. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Weddings part two. I'm sure there's many stories. Oh, so many. <laughs> there are so many good ones. We're just scratching the surface here. Yeah. Comment for part two. <clears throat> yeah. Here's the next story. The title is Bridesmaid slash sister-in-law is ignoring us after booking her wedding two weeks after ours. Hmm. Okay. Long story short, my fiance, 35 male, and I, 30 female, got engaged last December. I'm super close with his family, so we were excited to tell them our news in person just a few hours after getting engaged. They were all thrilled, with the notable exception of his younger sister, 29 female. She and I have always been pretty close, so I was surprised to see her sulking around and looking miserable as we celebrated with the family. Fiance and I chalked it up to a bit of jealousy based on interactions he's had with her before and tried to put it back of mind. We went on to book our wedding venue in January and shared the date with our family. In February, I asked her and my fiancé's brother's wife to be two of my bridesmaids. The latter was over the moon while his sister said, Oh, cool. 
(laughs) and didn't really show any signs of happiness. Again, I tried to ignore it, but it was starting to sting a bit. Then we get to April. We moved into a new house and had her on and off boyfriend over. Lovely time. Things felt normal. A week later, she sends us a message saying that we might find the news overwhelming, but she and the boyfriend have booked a wedding venue for two weeks after our wedding. We were floored because that's generally pretty close in timing for an immediate family wedding. They weren't engaged yet, and the big kicker, we are taking a three-week honeymoon, so we wouldn't be able to attend her wedding. She apparently came across a venue she liked, and that was the only Saturday they had during summer of 2023, and she was super keen to get married as soon as possible and start a family because being a mom is her life goal. We were pretty gutted and angry, to say the least. We let her know that we were hurt by the decision for a variety of reasons, including the fact that we found out she had been planning this when we had her over and she didn't tell us. She also told everyone else in the family before telling us. We told her our honeymoon was already planned and that we wished she had talked to us first so we could have told her that we wouldn't be in the country those days. She was hurt that we wouldn't be going to her wedding and somehow she was offended that we were hurt by her actions. Okay. We love a backwards queen. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We ended up having a candid conversation about the situation, and I told her that this was especially hurtful after the lack of enthusiasm she'd been showing for our engagement, and it felt like she wasn't happy for us or not being respectful of our wedding. She admitted that she had been super bitter and jealous at our news, saying it was because she felt like we snuck our engagement in just before the holidays last year instead of getting engaged at the beginning of December, like my fiancé had originally planned. Um... So she's mad because the fiance planned to propose in the beginning of December, but then just decided to wait a few more weeks. Right, what? That's why she's mad. Okay. (laughs) Our engagement was delayed by two weeks because I was sick at the beginning of the month. (laughs) My fiance had confirmed with his sister's boyfriend that he wasn't planning to propose around that time. He had zero plans. So we were just baffled that she's trying to somehow spin this on us. Okay, so actually there was never a plan to propose in the beginning of December. Right. Okay. They got engaged about a week after all of this happened. A bit of silence from both sides for a few (laughs) months, and then she asked me to be one of her bridesmaids, knowing that I couldn't be there. No. She awkwardly asked in front of their mom, and I felt very put on the spot, so I just kind of forced a smile. Since then, at family (laughs) gatherings, she's been ignoring us. She'll literally turn her body away from us for (laughs) hours and not look at us. She no longer reacts to our social media posts, and she doesn't reply to messages even in group chats. The other week, we had our whole wedding party over for a get-to-know-you party. She came and was being somewhat normal for the first couple hours and talking to people. Not us, but whatever. But I think she had a bit too much to drink and pulled the other sister-in-law bridesmaid away from the party to chat. She ended up bawling to her about how she's tired of being seen as the bad one, that the family seems to be upset with her, and that we didn't arrive early to a wedding event that she told us we were fine to not be early for. Sister-in-law told her that she is trying to stay out of it and be neutral, and she feels like she can't win in the situation. Sister then left without saying goodbye, and the following morning, she left the family group chat without saying a word. She's known for having big, crying blow-ups, sober and not, so her siblings weren't surprised by any of this. The official family stance has been that they are not taking sides, but we've definitely noticed that everyone seems to be sympathetic to us and disappointed in her, but they don't want to hurt her 
feelings. My fiance says that his family has always handled her with kid gloves as the baby of the family and never says no to her, always agrees with her when she complains about other people being mean to her, and generally enables some fairly self-centered behavior. He's very hurt by her behavior, but not surprised, and he wants her out of our wedding party. I wanted to take her out of the party after she first told (laughs) us, but his mom made me feel bad about it and said I'd be tearing the family apart. Well, I kept her in the party, and it seems pretty much torn up anyway. I'm nervous about having her at future events like bachelorettes, showers, and the actual wedding because it's clear she's an implosion risk and she's not even looking me in the face and talking to me. I'm just so exhausted by this whole situation and want to be able to celebrate with people who are happy for us and are respectful of us. I'm not getting that from her right now. I also don't think I should be her bridesmaid because I can't be supportive of her right now after how she's treated us and I won't even be there anyway. I'm so done with her acting like a victim or that we've done something wrong when all this stems from her decisions. I don't want to tiptoe around the situation anymore and I just want to move on and enjoy this time of our lives. I cannot believe this girl is seriously playing the victim now after all of this. That's an example of when you should say no to being a bridesmaid. Yes. I think the sister (laughs) is getting married because she wants attention. To be spiteful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think there's any other reason for this other than yeah she's jealous and she wants attention on her. Especially with the date she picked. Yeah. And then all these things she's doing and then she's acting surprised as yeah. to why people are upset with her. She has major victim complex yeah. and is oh, like God. doing anything to like destroy her own life and then ask other people for their support and be mad when she doesn't get it. It's like, well, you did it to yourself yeah. and you did it on purpose so that people would feel bad for you. And you know mm-hmm. that. Yep. I... <laughs> I can't believe people are like this. I have firsthand experience with people like this. Really? Do you? I mean, not that bad. No, not this bad, but yes, people like this, yes. There's definitely people that just, like, want their life to seem so much worse than everyone else's. Yep. And they're like, well, you think that's bad? Like, this is what I'm going through. And it's like, yeah, that fucking sucks. Your life is horrible. Like, it's way worse than mine. Like, are you happy now? Like, why does everyone want their life to be hard? Yeah, I I don't know. Not everyone. Some Some people. people. And I don't understand it. Yeah. Especially with weddings, like, just be happy for your sister-in-law, right? Yeah. Just, like... And your brother. People who can't be happy for other people and only use it as an excuse as to like highlight what they don't have in their own life. Yeah. I don't understand you. No. Like no one's talking about you. Yeah. (laughs) And like even if you weren't happy for them and you're excited about your own wedding or whatever, like you would get more attention Mm -hmm. if you planned your wedding at a separate time. That's a great point. Trying to overshadow their attention isn't going to get you anymore. No. Like you're just going to get half the attention you would have gotten if you were the only person getting married that year if you really want attention yeah two weeks later in immediate family is insane two weeks how could her parents even say yes to this unless she's fully funding the wedding by herself any reasonable parent would be like no right like we're not paying for that at that time so you're either gonna rebook the date or i'm not giving you any money no yeah well didn't she say she booked the venue before even consulting anyone she did say well Still, I feel like my parents still would be like, well, no, like unbook it, lose your deposit. And that's your own fault because you're an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) 
facts i don't think she cares about i don't think she's thinking ahead i think she's thinking short term yes definitely gain definitely and then she said that her boyfriend is like her on and off boyfriend that's why i feel like she's only getting married out of spite Mm -hmm. like i just think that if her brother and future sister-in-law didn't just get engaged she would not be engaged in planning a wedding like she's only doing it because they're doing it concerning and what is with the asking her to be a bridesmaid after she already told you i will not be attending your wedding yeah what and she's like oh cool will you be a bridesmaid no and also she knew her honeymoon was three weeks yeah so she did it anyway she's not gonna change her honeymoon for you yeah that's an absurd people love drama yeah people Why? love attention yes yeah Why? (laughs) I will say it is hard when there's two siblings that are very close in age because typically life events happen to them at that time or like around the same time. Yeah. So the brother is 35. The sister is 29. Like they're similar in ages. But like marriage around that time would be justified. Yeah. So like it wouldn't be surprising if they both got engaged at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I think that any reasonable siblings that cared about their siblings and had respect for their siblings would be like, what are you guys planning? Like we need to make sure that we're not planning the same thing. Even friend, like close friends do that. Yeah. Let alone family. Yeah. When it's coming from the same benefactor. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I can't believe people like this Exist, but like I also yeah. can believe it. Oh, okay. I sure can believe it. <laughs> Shall we read the top comment? Yeah. I don't think your sister-in-law is actually going to get married, TBH. She seems like the type to give her boyfriend an ultimatum. Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? An ultimatum for what? Like, I don't know, we get married or we break up. Oh, yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, huh. I'm so glad this isn't me. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I have, like, nice siblings. I know. And nice close friends. Yeah. Agreed. Aaron and I were talking about that in a recent episode. We're just like, our friends are so nice. Like, I can't imagine dealing with people like this. No. Even in our friendship episode, which was one of our first yeah. episodes ever, we're like, I cannot relate. No. Thank God. Thank like, God. I'm so lucky that I, I can't relate to this craziness. No. No one who would actually be in my wedding would be like this. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. Here's a crazy moment. My future sister-in-law was pissed that I danced with my brother at my wedding. (laughs) The tag on the story is Mm monster-in-law. Checks out. Okay. My wife and I got married five years ago. I have two older brothers. We'll call them A and C. Growing up, I was very close to both, but I've gotten basically no contact with C in reasons you're about to see. They were both at my wedding, A with his wife, and C with his girlfriend, now wife. At my wedding, we had a live band. I danced with basically every guy in my family, brothers, fathers, uncles, grandfather, etc. For a lot of them, we did partner dances. I come from a big dancing family and extremely common at nearly every family wedding. This includes both brothers' weddings. I danced with C and I didn't think anything of it. Why would I? Then I woke up the next morning. I was in bliss until I looked at my phone. I saw a text from C's girlfriend. (laughs) Basically, the text said that she didn't like me dancing with C and it made her uncomfortable to see him dancing with another woman. Of course, the other woman being his little sister on her wedding day. What the fuck? I texted C basically saying, why is your girlfriend jealous of you dancing with me? He basically said her feelings were valid and I need to keep that in mind when their wedding came. They got engaged a few weeks later. Is that the end? Yes. 
Oh, I want to know how their wedding went. If it happened yet. Or is this like recent? Um, this is very recent. Oh. She just posted this story two days ago. Oh, okay. So yeah, very, very recent. Maybe I'll keep an eye on this one and try to get an update for our next wedding episode. Yes, because <laughs> this is insane. Insane. I was going to say like, <sighs> I wonder how you guys were dancing. But like, it can't have been that bad. No, I think it was probably just like... <laughs> Kind of like what you see on Dancing with the Stars. I know yeah. that's like ridiculous to, but like that's the only kind of dancing yeah. that I can describe. Just like typical like ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of movements with your feet and then you move on to the next person. <laughs> your couple movements with your feet. No, really. Yeah, like no, you do I like know, a little two step just... and then you move on. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> um, yeah, this is nuts. This is like kind of giving when a mom of a son is jealous of the son's yeah. new girlfriend and it's like, what did you want to marry? your son <laughs> did you want to kiss your son on the lips like okay <laughs> no some moms are like that for real I know <clears throat> but I don't this is surprising that a girlfriend would be like that because you would think yeah. a girlfriend would want like in my experiences I have two older brothers and I've always been just like obsessed with being best friends with their girlfriends yeah. throughout the years totally and like it's been you know like the girlfriend always wants to be close to like the sister and the family yeah so this is very odd behavior especially now they're getting married like don't you want to have good relations yeah. with your boyfriend's family I just can't <clears throat> imagine dating a guy and then he dances with with his little sister at her wedding and me being like I'm jealous that was bad like you're cheating on me it's his little sister god I hope he doesn't have girlfriends like friends who are oh yeah (laughs) yikes crazy the top comment bruh (laughs) sorry I love that they say bruh top comment was bruh make sure you go all concerned after she dances with another man like her father of all people at her wedding facts mic drop yeah like could you imagine right a girl dancing with her dad dancing with another man it's just absurd <laughs> crazy like crazy like the insecurity is real i was gonna say you have bigger fish to fry with that girl yes so if true. she's mad about your little sister op commented back at that and said she is in no contact with literally any of her family like no immediate family no extended family at the wedding i remember the first time my family met her we naturally asked about siblings and all that and her being like oh i don't talk to my parents or my siblings i didn't think too much of it at the time but looking back it should have been a red flag yeah yeah well I mean I don't know sometimes people's families are crazy so it doesn't necessarily mean it's a red flag but that on top of this I would say it's waving and it's it's maybe she's the problem then yes I think so for sure it's you you're the problem it's you I just feel like if somebody was like, you're dancing with your, well, I don't have a brother, but a cousin, an uncle, like whatever. And my partner was like, you're really dancing with that family member. I would be like, are you okay? Like I would laugh in their face. I'd be like, it's so pathetic to even bring this up. But now I'm thinking maybe she's insecure then about her own family versus like he's dancing with another woman. What do you mean? Like how she said she doesn't keep in touch with her siblings or Mm -hmm. her family like maybe her family's whack or no maybe she like 
is insecure about the fact that she has no one to dance with. Oh, wait, that's sad. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm on her side now. <laughs> that's just me giving her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Which is also something she has to work on, though, because she can't yeah. take it out on this girl. Exactly. Like, but just because you like, don't have oh. a relationship with your family doesn't mean you're yeah, boyfriend like maybe shouldn't. Maybe it's coming from that kind of place. Maybe. Versus, like, being it being a girl. <laughs> I thought you were getting at the fact that maybe someone in her family, like, stole someone else's <laughs> boyfriend. And I was like, oh. Or that <laughs> messy, messy. And that's why she doesn't talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, okay, should we do one or two more? Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many good ones. I'm like, how do we pick that's why part which two. ones to do? Yes, we have to do part two. Yeah. Wedding invite asks you to RSVP through Venmo. <laughs> the tag on this one is tacky. <laughs> Facts. Good. Bottom of the wedding invite says, we are kindly asking you to RSVP by contributing $50 per person toward the meal. Desserts included. <laughs> this is not okay. There was also a smaller card in the invite listing three places they are registered for wedding gifts. It's been 15 years since I planned my own wedding, so maybe this is more commonplace now, but it feels sort of cash grabby and tacky. Plus, I've been to this restaurant before. I can get a full meal and drink for less than $30. <laughs> oh, so their wedding's at a Tea. restaurant that the food is cheaper than the price that they're asking them. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that's kind of hilarious now. <laughs> It's just like they're going to just keep the extra yeah. $20. That's finessed. crazy. Because like if you have your wedding at a restaurant that has cheap food, like that's fine. Like yeah. if that's what you want, go off. But the fact that you're asking for m- more money than what it would actually cost for people to go to dinner here. You're running a pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. So true. Yeah, I don't. Is that is that it? There was just one small oh. update. They said, update, I talked with some other family members who also got the invite and their reaction was not what I expected. They were basically like, bless their hearts. The couple is young and they don't know any better. They didn't realize how much this wedding would cost and they need all of us to pitch in. So that left me feeling like I am a stingy bitch, lol. (laughs) Thankfully, many of you agreed with me that it was indeed a tacky invite. Super tacky. The tackiest. It's so tacky. It's so tacky. Just don't, like, why do people like this even have a wedding? Yeah. Just elope at the courthouse like a normal person with no money. Yeah. (laughs) Or like... I don't know. Like, I get that some people just are at a different financial situation in their lives and maybe all they want is a beautiful wedding with their family and friends and they just know that they can't afford it. But maybe preface that with your close family and friends beforehand and use the money that maybe instead of having a registry, have an all cash gifts and be like, we just really can't afford it. So we're just going to use whatever money you want to gift us. Like being honest with your close family and friends, I think would go a longer way than inviting people to a wedding and then being like, and by the way, yeah, that's ridiculous. I just think weddings, people really go out of their means. And I think that's like the dumbest thing you could do yeah wasn't there just a story of how someone just took out a fifty thousand dollar loan for a wedding or something this a lot of people go into debt after weddings though which is really silly to me yeah especially because it's one day and then you're starting off a marriage like in debt yeah when you probably already also have like college debt maybe or like house Mm -hmm. whatever so then on top of that you're going into debt for basically a party yeah and for what i know the party lost one day. Yeah. Unless you have a destination wedding, then it lasts the whole week. 
<laughs> Bringing it back around. Yeah, full circle. So really, yeah. destination weddings, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Now, I feel like sometimes people do that because they know that if they have, like, 300 people at their wedding and they mm-hmm. all get gifted $100, they can just pay it back. Yeah. It's like, maybe you shouldn't expect Bank people to give you a gift. Definitely not. Yeah. But I think a, a restaurant wedding is, like, a really good cheap option. Yeah. But, like, you're still making people essentially pay for their seat and right. then some. Yeah. So why don't you just have, like, I don't know, like, a lope and then maybe do a party at your house yeah. with, like, light snacks. Yeah. Diet Coke. Or if you can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you can't afford the whole wedding package, maybe say, guys, I'm so sorry to do this. Like, I hate to do it, but it is going to be a cash bar. This is the yeah. only way that we can make it work. <laughs> and if you are honest with your loved ones, they will probably be on your side but if you just expect them to pay for it that's when you you know (laughs) come off it's a little cringe yeah yes it's definitely cringe top comment i would send them a venmo request for 50 dollars for their audacious (laughs) bullshit wait yeah same (laughs) that is so funny we'll end on just a quick little story i did not read this before Mm. so hopefully this is good okay I have a crazy story to share. During college, I interned with the weddings department at a big resort on a lake where I live. While I was working there, we had a groom call us to cancel an upcoming wedding. It didn't happen too often, but it did every once in a while. The groom had called wanting to cancel and get back the deposit, but it was non-refundable. He canceled anyways and never gave the salesperson a reason for the cancellation. Fast forward to a few weeks before the wedding was supposed to take place, before it was canceled, and we get a call from the bride's mother, completely distraught letting us know that the wedding wouldn't be taking place because the bride had tragically passed away in a boating accident on the lake she was shocked to discover that the wedding was already canceled no one in the family was made aware that the wedding was canceled and they were all preparing for it before the accident including the bride wait i just got the shivers the boating accident apparently happened in the middle of the night while she was out alone with her fiance they had truly thought it was just an accident up until they found out that he had secretly canceled the wedding because of this new information they started suspecting that she was murdered. I believe he was arrested shortly after the bride's mother made that call. I wish I knew their name so I could stalk what happened after all that, but I think about it often, wondering if he would have been able to actually play it off as a tragic accident if he hadn't called and canceled their wedding. Um, yeah, what an idiot. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my god, I bet he only called because he thought that, like, the earlier he did it, the more likely he would be to get the deposit back. But, like, it was it was because if he wasn't thinking about the money why would he even cancel it prior to the bride's death unless he's just stupid i feel like he's just stupid maybe oh my god what a psychopath that's insane wow do you think that's true i don't know i kind of hope not (laughs) because i mean does this stuff actually happen i think crazier shit happens i mean yeah so but like maybe i mean i wish i would hope that it's not true just because i don't want to hope that somebody got murdered yeah but that's insane but i kind of feel like it's it's not that far off yeah like a guy killed his fiance right and he tried to cover it up like that's the root of it right just the fact that it involved their wedding being canceled is how he got found out is the crazy part. yeah that is crazy because you have to just be so dumb oh my god that people did he think people wouldn't put two and two together i guess 
Maybe it was wow. his first murder. Oh my God. Well, and hopefully I, his last. I Yes. <laughs> I didn't think that story was going to be as tragic. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that was going. Yeah, neither did I. I was like, oh, we'll end on a crazy story. And it then really it was, was like actually so sad. Yeah, so but, sad. Well, on that note. I mean, it was don't crazy. Get married. It was actually, yeah, don't get married. Don't get engaged. This is why we're single. <laughs> wow, I liked this episode. I loved it. We are only scratching the surface of all the wedding drama. Like, yeah. I think we could do a wedding episode every other episode oh for sure if you have a story right in oh my god yes yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear actual like listener and friend stories I, like wedding drama it's so entertaining it's why so entertaining why is it so entertaining I don't, I don't know. know but I love it there's always something new yeah like you just never know how someone's gonna react I guess yeah and weddings are so intricate and complicated. Like we said, like there's so many ways that things could go wrong or like mm-hmm. people can be unhappy. So they're layered. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> like weddings onions. are onions. <laughs> weddings are like onions. A few episodes ago, me and Jimmy were going off the rails talking about what kind of onions we are. And I'm just like thinking back to that now. That was like what our episode is about. Based on how layered they are or just like overall aesthetic. I, really, I didn't understand the question, but I I was like, I guess I would be the type of onion from Holes. That was the, his question was, what type of onion would you be? And my immediate response was, I didn't know there was Wait, different from types Holes, of onions. the movie? Yeah, have you seen? Yeah, but like a long time ago. Oh, really? It's amazing. It's one yeah. of my favorite movies. I forget where there's an onion involved. They eat onions when they climb oh, the mountain. Because yes. onions are the only thing that grows. Yes. And it's like a callback to his great-grandfather or whatever, okay. great-great-great-grandfather. And when the town is there, the onions. And the guy that Kiss and Kate Barlow loved, mm-hmm. he sold onions. Onions. Oh, right. And then they murdered him because yep. he dated her and then she turned evil. Yeah. Such a good movie. So why are you that onion? I don't know. It just came oh, to mind. I was like, it's red and it's sweet. And I was like, mm. I feel like I'm red yeah. and I try to be sweet. <laughs> yes, you are. What would I be? Okay. We can wrap it up. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we just like become unhinged at the end and I'm like, okay. But it's the best part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if people like that. Do you guys like when we're unhinged? I think as a podcast listener to other podcasts, I, I enjoy the unhinged parts. Okay. The ramblings. Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think I'd be a shallot. I don't even know what that is. Like, I need to learn more <laughs> about onions. Is that the little kind? Yeah. And then what do they do? Like, what would you use that in? Um, I feel like a shallot is just, like, not quite an onion. Okay. It's more on the, I don't know. Is it sweet? Mm, I don't know. You add it to, like, okay. <laughs> sophisticated dishes, I guess. Actually, like a fried shallot. Yeah, you're, that's so true. Yeah. I feel I'm not like trying to call myself sophisticated. I just think... You are sophisticated. I think we should do an episode where we wear tuxedos and then we'll be like fancy. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Every time we record, we're like, let's dress as this for the next episode. And then we just wear like normal clothes. We actually should though. Yeah. We should hold onions the whole time. We should have a stack of onions in the middle. (laughs) YOLO. (laughs) Or maybe eat some French onion soup. That would be fun. We should rate French onion soup. Oh my God. God, this would be so fun. We should make like other content in addition to the podcast. Like the yes. podcast should be what it is. And then we should make videos like that on our YouTube channel. Yes. Patreon. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We got to fund those weddings. We can have mo- <laughs> 
We can have mukbangs on Patreon. Do you know what a mukbang Wait, is? Wait, I love a mukbang. Yes. yes. Okay, in case our <clears throat> listeners don't know, it's basically a video where you just eat on camera and you just talk about... Well, I don't know if people always talk about... I was going to say where you talk about what you're eating. I don't know if people always talk about what they eat, but... I've seen ones where it's like a Q&A during, oh. during it. Yeah. Oh my God. Can we do this? Yeah, can we, we get paid to it. eat? Yes. And people Whoa. should ask us really interesting questions. Yes. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Write in some questions for us. Let's get deep. Oh, we can play the game. We're not we really strangers. Yes. We played <laughs> We're Not Really Strangers on Halloween at our pregame. We were asking Wait, each other we the did. questions. Yeah. And it was getting I'm so, so deep. And we were like, guys, should we not be playing this game right now? It was like, tell us something traumatic from your childhood. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm just kidding. Wait, can we play that Saturday side note? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, we're just going to play it at all of our pregames. Every pre- going forward. We're not really strangers. Love. It's a great idea. I would highly suggest the game. I did just play with a guy and it was so much fun. Yeah. It's such a good way to get to know people. So if you're dating and you're starting to like someone and you're like, oh, I want to get to know you even more. Mm-hmm. Play We're Not Really Strangers. They have, um, don't they have a dating pack? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They have like a couples version. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a few other versions, I think, like Wait, I think family they or have, friends or something. I don't think I'm making this up. A wedding version? <gasps> Maybe. Wait. Wait. Can we look that up? Yes. <laughs> Let's Maybe see not. What kind they have. That might be Cards Against Humanity. There's a family one. Um, there's a couples one. Oh, so they're basically just like an extra deck that you add to the first deck. So one of them is couples, friendship, breakup, oh, self reflection. Okay, forgiveness, healing. Wow, this game is so cool. I love it. This game is one of those things where I'm like, I wish I invented that. Yeah. Because in high school, my friends used to sit around and look up deep questions to get to know each other. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we would do on like a Friday night sometimes. Yeah, and I'm it. like, that is this game. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have should have monetized it back then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but shout Darn. out to whoever made it. Truly. You did a great job. They are living. We should do this during a mukbang and make content. Okay, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> Perf. Can't wait. Guys, tell us in the comments what kind of onion you are. Please. I love this podcast. Like, this is my passion. No, I love... Like, same. I do not have more fun than I do when I'm sitting here talking about <laughs> onions. Amazing. As you should. Yes. I love it. Okay. You guys, we'll wrap it up for real. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you made it this far in the outro, you're probably a real one. Respect. Yes. I cannot wait to do Weddings Part 2 and the Onion We're Not Really Strangers mukbang. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. There's so much to look forward to. There is. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys liked it. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.